We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. I'm Count Rando. And I'm Corey. Oh, you don't want to play? Come I'm a on. cave guide, Corey. But oh. I'm, uh, that's not a Halloween thing, though. No, that's just me. That's true. Well, that's yeah. okay. Like your glasses. You Actually, I'm going to be a bat for Halloween. Oh, are you? Shara's going to wear my cave outfit, so she's going to be the cave guide, and I'm going to be the bat. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I think it's really cool. It works. You guys works. are actually going out to uh, do it? Well, we have kids, so of course you will. But pretty, We're not... I'm, it's probably not long. <laughs> Why you say that? Uh, it might be a little chilly. Well, yeah, I think this is going to be the coldest we've had so far this year. I think you're right. Well, I mean the season, not and this it's kind of breezy out there. The leaves are blowing everywhere. The breeze is what'll make it worse. Oh God! You know they're talking about wind chill now. Interesting. I mean, uh, well, uh, anyway, hi, welcome back to the Stormtrooper Weather Podcast. <laughs> this, this is our Halloween episode. If you couldn't figure it out, episode two hundred ninety. Um, yeah, we uh, let's talk about that cold a little bit. That that was kind of uh, dramatic. It, it wasn't a master blaster because we didn't have a lot of big thunderstorms associated with it. But man, what did it do here? Because I was in Dallas. It was chilly and rainy. But I mean, it, slow, steady rain all day. Yeah. I didn't hear any thunder. There were on Friday we got shut down twice at the cave for lightning with lightning just on our twenty mile per hour. Like there was one strike near Crane. Oh. And that was it. And that's just enough to shut it down. Light. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh God. Okay. But uh <laughs> yeah, just a slow steady rain. The first on Friday we had a front go through and it was a little rainier on the front than I thought it was gonna be when it first came through. Got a real cool picture online from one of our cave guides, Tori. Oh, uh, of the, the rain yeah, shaft? Yeah. Oh, that, that, was on, was... that was on Friday. Wow, yeah. And uh, it blew through. It got cold. Hoodies were flying off the shelves at Civil Dollar City. <laughs> and then the next day, you know, 90% chance of rain all day. And that's what it did, you know. Okay. I mean, there were some breaks, but it was just a slow, steady rain. Nothing nothing too bad. No, no floods or anything like that. That's good. That's good. I mean, we got uh, our weather station 1.4. Four nine inches, so it was yeah. a nice, healthy, yeah, and not uh, bad at all. Okay, now uh, freeze warnings have been issued, and they are not going to issue them anymore because the uh, growing season has officially ended. Now we got to clarify: in the fall, they'll issue a freeze warning until the growing season ends, and they'll stop. Now in the spring. You know, when the growing season is getting going, they may issue freeze warnings a few times. You know, so so don't expect any more freeze warnings this season. There was mass confusion. People just but, thought we were going to get freezing rain that night. A freeze warning does not mean frozen precipitation no. by by any means. That's temperature. It's just 
going to get cold, bring in your stuff or say goodbye to your tomatoes like I did. So, oh, so no more tomatoes. Yeah, no. I had my last <laughs> BLT this week. It was good. Oh. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, it's winter. We're I'm getting into plant winter. plant some more in April or March. <laughs> Whenever I feel like planting some more, I'll plant some more. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I got I had to go to Dallas last week with Marilyn's group. Uh, got up at 3.15 on my birthday and got to see the sun up in the sky pop its little head over the horizon, and I got a picture of that. Did I, I send you that pretty picture? Pretty cool. I saw that. Yeah. Oh. Pretty excellent. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of still asleep up there, but I got some cool video. Maybe you can use it for background. I don't know. Maybe not. I tried on the way home. It didn't work. But let me tell you, Dallas and Houston, that cold front went through down there, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, we packed up yesterday morning, uh, about 9 o'clock, to go to the airport. It was like 40 Something. It mm. was cold, and none of us brought a coat. <clears throat> I brought uh, a flannel shirt, but cold and windy. So, you know, even it got cold up here. It got cold down in Texas, too. Even Houston, it was just it was just nuts down there. Uh, this morning, we got down to 21.6. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy for October, even though the end of October, it's yeah. too cold. And tonight, tonight's going to be colder. That's what I'm afraid of. For those trick-or-treaters, we've been... Everybody's been talking about it, you know. If you're going to trick or treat tonight, or trunk or treat, or whatever the new thing is now, those those new things the kids do, bundle up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, be be a polar, be a bat. You know, be a cave guide with a coat or something. Yeah. Like I don't that. know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, the the normal high. We're talking all this cold. The normal high is 64 and 42. Now next week, tomorrow is November, uh, but November 7th will be 61 and 39. So you know, I think we hit the the, the freeze kind of right on target. I mean, the frost was about yeah. a little after the 15th, and now the freeze is a little bit before the 31st. Um, yeah, how's Cave? How's Silver Dollar City doing over there? I mean, you Busy said everything was flying off the shelf and people were cold. And Yeah. Well, a lot of people were showing up on Friday, and sh- it was 81 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Shorts and short sleeves, and the kids are coming through. No jackets in sight, and then they wanted a jacket. <laughs> around four o'clock or so wow I was like, don't you guys don't you people look at the weather forecast before you come it's like no it's nice in the morning it's gonna be nice all day well that's not how it works sometimes especially this in the transition month of october right yeah we've been talking about that the entire month it is transition month now we're going to kind of steadily kind of go down in november and uh but uh, yeah, it's t- tonight's supposed to be the coldest, and they're talking about something called a record low maximum. Mm-hmm. You've heard that. Uh, the what that means is a low high temperature. So, so maximum would be like the daily high, but if you have a record low, meaning it's not going to get that warm at all. And I have a graphic everybody's talking about. Uh, okay. So the main event, Wednesday, uh, let, let me back up a little bit. Uh, the actual coldest, we're probably going to break a record tonight. Springfield on Wednesday morning, the record is 22 degrees, set back in 2014, and the forecasted low is 19. So there's a, the, the National Weather Service has started something I'm not quite sure what to think of. It's called an upset alert, temperature upset alert. So been to the National Weather Service <laughs> website. Well, an upset alert happens during football season. 
Well, okay. That's when (laughs) the wrong team is winning the game. Yeah. Nobody expected it. The higher ranked team is losing a game. Oh, upset alert, upset alert. Tune into this game. And it could go either way. And if it's an upset, it's an upset. Do they get percentages or that's what it is? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Because they're saying there's an 88% chance that that record will be broken. Wow. Being 19. Okay, now that's that's tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow <laughs> afternoon, Wednesday, November 1st, they're saying the forecasted high is 40, but the but the record low maximum is 39. In other words, in 1993, the high only got to 39. Okay, but check this out. Joplin, the record low maximum, 22 degrees, set back in 19... Now, this is low. Uh, set back in 1991, and Joplin's supposed to be getting 19. I mean, this is this map's just all over the place. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's cold. I mean, it's November tomorrow. Tomorrow's November. Tomorrow's November. You know what November 1st is? If I'm not mistaken, I think that's meteorological Thanksgiving, right? Oh, my gosh, no. yes, you're right. Yeah. i got to give you a ding So I'm going to start that. eating turkey tomorrow. Okay. But, hey, it's not time. I already to, started pumpkin pie, by the way. But it's not time to put your Christmas lights up yet. Oh, you haven't seen my place of business. <laughs> well, okay, now your place of business is different. Got That's, the tree up and everything. Yeah, well, the Christmas shows are all starting. In You're November. not uh, driven down the strip lately? No, I haven't. I've been gone. It's all Christmas. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's got to be. They get they get it fined if they don't. During the str- on, on oh, the they strip. get fined? If they're Chamber of Commerce, Commerce members, they'll get fined if you're not up by the 1st of November. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been two times... Uh, back when I was uh, playing at Country Tonight, and this year, where the Christmas shows open on Halloween. It's a little early for that. It's a little early. <laughs> Even Branson standards. <laughs> I mean, wait till the first. You know, if you're going to do it, wait till the first. Right. Yeah, so this is Tuesday, and that's usually when the weeks start and Christmas season. So the Hughes brothers going to have their first Christmas show tonight. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. It's cold. I want to check it out to see if there's going to be any uh, warm up or is there going to be any rain? What's going on? So let's get to the next segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah. I mean, are we stuck in this or? Yeah, I don't know. Let's look at the rain. Okay. Not not a whole lot to talk about the first uh, week here. Got a little disturbance. Looks like it's moving through on the uh, Monday, the sixth. Oh, okay, next week. Uh, not not anything to write home about. That'd be Monday, right? Okay, Monday. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little low pressure. Maybe a little front. Maybe a little moisture that front's working with, but it's nothing. You're not looking real excited. Nothing too bad. But I'm looking toward the end of the loop here, and it looks like such something much more power, a much more powerful cold front coming through. Uh oh. Maybe some showers and thunderstorms uh, expected with that. We're looking for that on November or not November thirteenth. Ooh. Okay. So. So it looks potent then. That's really it on on the models. That oh, I, okay. On that one, thermals. Let's take a look. Yeah, I hope we're not stuck in this cold, cold, cold. Well. I mean, I, chances tell me we're not, but, you know, how long are we going to be this way? Well, we'll be going to Christmas at Silver Dollar City in the 70s this week. <laughs> so, we're going to warm up for Christmas. Perfect. Oh, 
this week anyway. Wind down the regular season and chili and then, more, yeah, that makes sense. I got chili in the crock pot right now, by the way. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I mean, 60, maybe 70. A lot of 60s going through. Seven. It's too warm for this time of year. Yeah. November 5th in the 70s. Well, that's true. Well, like I said, oh my, there's even there's a mid to upper seventies on November sixth. Oh no, wait a minute. It, that that's when you said that little disturbance coming through. Maybe there's a tiny cold front or something. Oh, it's I'm I'm right here. Here's the cold front. Okay. It's not that powerful. I mean, you can definitely see it in the thermals, though. Oh gosh, yes. Uh, let's see what the next day has the high. I need to do a live cast, like a weather school live cast, and show everybody what I'm looking at. What we're 15Z on the seventh, uh, which is Tuesday, which is that is nine a.m. We set our clocks back on, oh, that's on right. Sunday. Yeah, so Don't now it's easy for me to calculate. Forties <laughs> and fifties that day. Okay, back down to cold. Yeah, but then we we don't really warm back up into the sixties again until like the ninth. So 40s and 50s until the 9th. All right. And then there's that other cold front coming through. That doesn't look stupid cold either. Oh, okay. I don't see anything as cold as what we're going to be tonight. Last night and tonight. All right. I really don't even see anything below freezing. Oh, really? On this entire forecast loop, even at night, only getting down in the 30s or 40s. I don't even see any 30s. No. Can't, well, hmm. So I guess if we're in the 60s, it would make sense to 40, about 20 degree Might difference. get down to the 30s with that second cold front with the powerful one. Mm-hmm. But I'm not seeing anything. Uh, man, if it wasn't for that freeze this week, I put a, probably kept my garden out. Oh, wow. But yeah, not too bad, really. I mean, I think we're going to be... Normal. I think it's going to normalize for this time of year. Good. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, it, it's kind of cool. People are getting a little, little taste of winter. Kind of, you know, everybody got their coats out. Now they're like, okay, I washed my coats, found everything in storage, and now we're ready, getting ready for winter. So that's good. I am. I'm ready. Not really. I can't fit into a coat. I don't have a coat because I lost weight. Not. Oh, now I, I can fit two people in my coat. <laughs> so I don't have a coat. Well, I haven't lost too much weight, so you know I have a coat that's like thirty-five years old. And people say you need a new coat, but I like it. Mm. Now I have a nice, nicer one, but you know my jacket I always wear. Mm. Ah, well. Um, anyway, it, the hard freeze happened, and the pollen report is officially retired until next spring. So let's get to the tropics. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. Had something going on, but in the what was that? thing going around in uh, the Atlantic. It, w- it was yes. hanging out, and I looked today, and it's like, it's gone. So a tea or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's gone. The only thing in the Atlantic right now is a little disturbance in the eastern Caribbean. Uh, that was Tammy. She actually re-strengthened into a tropical storm again, then dissipated again. So oh, she wow. Went, she went, tropical storm. Did she ever make hurricane? I think maybe. Yeah. yeah. Then she went down. She kind of dissipated and reformed into a tropical storm and then nothing again. Was she like the drunken sailor going uh, around yeah, circles? Basically. <laughs> right out there in the middle Didn't of the really Atlantic. Didn't affect him anything. Uh, that's good. Yeah, but I mean, that's the 60% chance that that thing in the, in the Eastern Caribbean may do something, but that's all I have in the Atlantic. Um, in the Pacific, we have Tropical Storm Piler. P-I-L-A-R, about 165 miles south-west of San Salvador, El Salvador. I'm calling it Pilar. 
Pilar? I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> it's hard to know. Well, it's not Pillar because that's two L's. I, it, I don't know. It probably actually is Pillar. I, who knows? <laughs> like Issa, I haven't watched the Weather Channel. They always see it, but they're not always right on it anyway either. We can call it pilaf, like rice. P- Ooh, pilaf. That sounds good right now. Actually, go. it's almost mm. lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 165. Yeah, I said that it's moving right now. It's moving east northeast. At three miles per hour, but it's going to get caught into some trade winds and turn west and just remain a tropical storm, just go out in the, in the ocean uh, through Sunday and not really get, according to this, it won't get much uh, stronger, just kind of going on that. Oh, you see anything else in tropics? I don't see anything else. Not really. I mean, we're, we're starting to wind down. I would hope so. Uh, the end, Got one more month. Yeah. Uh, November 30th, yeah. I think. Something like that. Yeah. Definitely not November 31st. No, that would be bad. Mm. (laughs) But I think next year is February 29th, isn't it? Yeah, it's a 24, 2024. Yeah. We've got an extra extra day. Means we might have a tornado. Oh, gosh, that's right. Oh, is that the 12th year anniversary? Is it? Yeah. I think so. 2012, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Anyway, let's get to the weather school, which is, this week is about lake effect snow. It's, uh, we don't have any right now, but it's kind of cool how it generates. And since the weather's getting colder, uh, it's kind of fascinating to see how it forms. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. An interesting phenomenon in the weather is something we call lake effect snow. How does that happen? Lake effect snow is produced during cooler atmospheric conditions when a cold air mass moves across long expanses of warmer lake water, warming the lower layer of the air which picks up water vapor from the lake, rises up through the colder air above, freezes, and is deposited on the leeward or downwind shores. The same effect also occurs over bodies of salt water when it is termed ocean effect or bay effect snow. The effect is enhanced when the moving air mass is uplifted by the orographic influence of higher elevations on the downwind shores. This uplifting can produce narrow but very intense bands of precipitation, which deposit at a rate of many inches of snow per hour, often resulting in a large amount of total snowfall. The areas affected by lake effect snow are called snow belts. These include areas east of the Great Lakes, the west coasts of northern Japan, the Kamakacha Peninsula in Russia, and areas near the Great Salt Lake, Black Sea, Caspian Sea, Baltic Sea, Adriatic Sea, and parts of the northern Atlantic Ocean. Lake effect blizzards are the blizzard-like conditions resulting from lake-effect snow. Under certain conditions, 
Strong winds can accompany lake effect snows creating blizzard-like conditions. However, the duration of the event is often slightly less than is required for a blizzard warning. If the air temperature is low enough to keep the precipitation frozen, it's known as lake effect snow. If not, then it falls as lake effect rain. Lake effect snow watches, warnings, and advisories are products of the National Weather Service for this phenomenon when these snows are expected to be more intense, in turn causing travel difficulties and having economic impacts. There are several key elements that are required to form lake effect precipitation and which determine its characteristics. Instability, fetch, wind shear, upstream moisture, upwind lakes, synoptic large-scale forcing, orography, topography, and snow or ice cover. Cold winds in the winter typically prevail from the northwest in the Great Lakes region, producing the most dramatic lake effect snowfalls on the southern and eastern shores of the Great Lakes. This lake effect produces a significant difference between the snowfall on the southern and eastern shores and the northern and western shores of the Great Lakes. Similar snowfall can occur near large inland bays where it's known as bay effect snow. Bay effect snow fall downwind of the Delaware Bay, Chesapeake Bay, and Massachusetts Bay when the basic criteria are met and on rarer occasions along Long Island. The southern and southeastern sides of the Great Salt Lake receive significant lake effect snow. Since the Great Salt Lake never freezes, the lake effect can influence the weather along the Wasatch Front year-round. The lake effect largely contributes to the 55 to 80 inches of annual snowfall amounts recorded south and east of the lake and an average snowfall reaching 500 inches in the Wasatch Range. The snow, which is often very light and dry because of the semi-arid climate, is referred to as, quote, the greatest snow on earth in the mountains. Lake effect snow contributes to approximately six to eight snowfalls per year in Salt Lake City, with approximately 10% of the city's precipitation being contributed by this phenomenon. The Finger Lakes of New York are long enough for lake effect precipitation. The Texas Twin Cities of Sherman and Denison are known, in rare instances, to have experienced lake effect snow from nearby Lake Texoma, due to the lake's size. It is the third largest lake in Texas, or along its borders. One occasion, in December 2016, lake effect snow fell in central Mississippi from a lake band off Ross Barnett Reservoir. Oklahoma City even saw a band of lake effect snow off of Lake Hefner in February 2018. We even had a very rare small lake effect snow event here in Missouri on January 13, 2019. 
Colder southbound air traveling over the warmer waters of Stockton Lake in Missouri created a band of light snow extending from just south of the lake all the way into southwest Missouri through Monette and even into northwest Arkansas. This goes to show that when conditions are just right, then various degrees of lake effect snow can occur whenever there are bodies of water. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go. And yeah, I think I mentioned in the weather school, remember when that it happened in Stockton? And we had a little bit of... It didn't happen that. at Cheney Como or something? It happened at Table Rock. Not Table Rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, conditions have to be just right around Stockton, here. it can probably get close to Springfield, that lake, lake effect snow from Stockton Lake. Uh, but we've had it at Table Rock. It's You know, you got to really know what you're looking for on radar, though, when you when that comes through. Oh, yeah. Because it's easy to miss. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Got a lot. It's, I mean, it's not like heavy lake effect snow like in Buffalo, New York. You know, oh no no kinda, no no nothing like that. Yeah. Well, don't doesn't Buffalo they get they can get like fifty inches. They get, can they? <laughs> they get a lot. Yeah, yeah. If you like snow, move to Buffalo. Right. Okay. Well, let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. I've got one thing. Um, remember Hurricane Otis? I do recall that because it bombed out fast, didn't it? Twelve hours. It went to a Cat Five in from from a tropical tools, storm. From tropical storm. Unbelievable. Un. Believable, and it was a cat. Uh, yeah, that's right. You weren't here last week. Uh, yeah, because I talked about it. It was right off Acapulco. I mean, literally, you could see the little thing on shore is a cat four one forty five. Yeah, and they said that the, the National Hurricane Center said there is nothing stopping this thing, and they said it's going to be a cat five. Now, I recorded last week Tuesday night at eight. It went to Cat 5 and slammed into Acapulco early Wednesday morning, so within hours. That's how close to the shore it was. It made wow. landfall, and then 12, was it, was it, let me look at my notes here. Uh, 12 hours later, it collapsed and went to a Cat 2 by 9 a.m., and then right after that, it just kind of dissipated. But this is, I mean, this happened <laughs> just a couple weeks ago with a Hurricane 2, but it wasn't a significant, I mean, it hit as a Cat 3 or a Cat 4, but it didn't hit... A uh, populated resort town like like it did this time. Oh, I know. So, I know it's it's catastrophic. Right. And I noted, I remember now last week they they kept using words like catastrophic uh, in more than one sense. The catastrophic wind and well, catastrophic storms, sure. which is true. I mean, that's yeah. the way to describe. You get a cat five. Come on, 155 mile an hour hurricane slamming it and it's strengthened right outside. It's like mm-hmm. oh, crazy, crazy. Um, so, you got anything? Uh, not really. I just, I, you know, I'm looking at this drought report, which a new one will be issued this week, probably, uh, well, they took it today. Today's Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we got rain. We got a lot of rain in this area, which helps. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But, um, I'm just looking at the map here in Missouri. Missouri's not as lucky as we are here in the Ozarks. You know, they've been in a drought and it didn't stop for them. Yeah. At least ours let up. Here, yes. here in the Ozarks. Yeah. Because we're not officially in a drought as of right now. And I don't think we will be this because we got some rain. Mm-hmm. But the entire map of Missouri, except for southwest Missouri, is just covered in drought. Drought stricken the whole state, basically. And, wow. boy, they just need some rain up there. I tell you what. That's just crazy. It is. 
And but but we have been dry. What did you say we had this month? Well, not too much. No, two point five five. And this is a transition month where it's usually you know, some rainfall. Well, yeah. we had some rain, and that's what the inch and a half we just got, right? Yes. Yeah, that's with the inch and a half we just got. <laughs> so there, there was an inch before that. So just think if we didn't have that, how dry this month would have been. Wow. Now look, six months ago in another transition month of of April. We had about the same, if not a little less, uh, April and May. April was really dry. It was very, very dry. So weird, huh? I I thought it, yeah, that's nuts. And from the model minute, there's not really much coming in until the middle of November. Nothing consistent. Of course, yeah. Even even the one coming like November 6th, that's so far out that it it could be more or less. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So. Well, and I, I just want to let everyone know, and we mentioned it in the A block, of course, a freeze warning only applies to temperature. If it's going to ice, if it's going to rain and get slick, that's more of a winter weather advisory. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get the winter weather advisories or the winter storm watches, that's when you need to start thinking about, okay, is the driving thing. I, I think, that I was trying to figure out why people were thinking that, and I think... Because all this rain was forecasted, and then all of a sudden it was going to be a temperature drop. But I kept posting in my posts, the rain's going to end before this is coming out, you know. But people were just freaking out anyway. It's like, you know, don't freak out until we freak out. Now, well, I will say this. Even KY3 was posting, and I saw it a little bit on our radar, not post-worthy. But radar was trying to change some of that rain over to blue before it pushed pushed out of here. Oh, that's so, why they were thinking that. Well, this was well after the fact. Oh, okay. Like the last rain of the, it was more like a drizzle. It was trying to suggest that hey, some of this drizzle might be frozen, and maybe it was up to the north. Who knows? Not here. No. But even in the uh, upper elevations of northwest Arkansas, always where those uh, those uh, winter weather advisories are issued, or, or when they, they're more apt to get a winter storm warning than we are because they're higher than we are. Exactly. So the radar was changing it over to frozen there too for for a few frames, not not too many frames. But uh, KY three even posted that. What are you seeing? Are you seeing anything more than rain? So that gets people thinking, uh oh, what's going on? You know. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't anything post worthy. No, no. What I was doing is looking at the the AFD or the area forecast discussion from the National Weather Service, and the only frozen precipitation they were mentioning could occur north of highway 54 which is way up there you know and i had i I think even two weeks ago or last week i noticed the gfs was really wanting to paint freezing rain i think i sent you a screenshot too Mm -hmm. a freezing rain big freezing rain through central kansas up to northwest missouri well that didn't happen so no that's why i wasn't i didn't post anything and I, I try to not alarm people. You know, if, if something really is going to happen and we think it's going to happen, we're going to send out, you know, <laughs> the, the, the the flares here. Right. Of a winter storm or something like that. But no. It, and so I was kindly answering people's questions. You know, is the roads going to be okay? Yes. There's not going to be anything. And they're going to always issue a winter weather advisory, get MoDOT involved. Yeah. It, Nothing it, like it's that a process was happening. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be it. Nah. And, and usually, if that happens, I will start making posts in the uh, 
Road Conditions Group. Yeah. If you're not a member of our Road Conditions Group, uh, look, you know, search Facebook. I think it's called Storm Dry Weather Road Area Road Con. What is it? Let's just make sure and. See just what the name type, of it is. Just type <laughs> Stormdar Road Conditions. It'll pop up. I promise. Yeah. Or you can go to our website. Stormdar Weather Road Conditions. Yeah. Stormdar Weather Road Conditions. And then that will tell you uh, that group. Anyway, that group is specifically designed only for road conditions across the area. If you live in either, even northern Arkansas, if you live in, live in Harrison or, or Diamond City or Eure- even Eureka. Southwest Missouri, that's the place to post road conditions. Even Eureka? Even Eureka Springs? Springs. Springs. Well, <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> no, not Eureka, St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, because people get out. Now, granted, MoDOT does a, a great job, but MoDOT deals with the main roads and the highways. They don't deal with these little side roads. So if you're living out on Y, Highway Y in Forsyth, MoDOT's not going to, well, I don't they should. They should, but, but that's not their first priority. Yeah, you know, and if you're coming here, if something's going to happen, you can post road conditions in case anyone else. It has been proven that we have saved saved lives because there's been winter storms and stuff, and people ask us, what are you seeing? And sometimes I've even told people, I would not go if I were you, but I can't make that decision. You know, I can tell you what I'm seeing. And sure enough, that next morning they said, we didn't go, and all of a sudden, you know, so, I mean— Kudos to, you know, looking out for people. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and you can share. We will post things, but it's only for road conditions. Don't post cloud pictures. <laughs> I'm going to have to make that post again. Anyway, is that all you got on in other news? I didn't have anything, really. Okay. Just nothing. Well, you're a lot of help. I know. <laughs> You've been busy. I know. All right. Let's get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. There, now I'll put you to work for the this week's Storm Dark Weather, Weather, Weather of the Week. Yeah, I can't say it real fast. I thought this was interesting. So, Corey, what is this week's word slash phrase of the week? Let's see. Anthropogenic source. Yes, anthropogenic source. What is that? A pollutant source caused or produced by humans. Which is a lot, actually, right? Yeah, you would think. I mean, if, <clears throat> the first thing I thought of was, you know, car exhaust. You know, like or factories, factories, stuff like that. A lot of that stuff that's making that ozone hole much bigger right yeah. now. Well, you know what? It, it went back down. Did it? Yeah. September was the record biggest. And then I checked again in October. They said the warm air was moving in and it's starting to close up again. Hmm. Uh, I'll check next month. <laughs> See what's going on over there. Maybe we should make a, a drop. Ozone alert. No, oh, maybe not. Well, you can work on the graphic. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Yeah. So bundle up. Bundle up. So got any any uh, <clears throat> thing you want to tell people about Silver Dollar City before we sign hey, off? Hey, Christmas starts on uh, Saturday. Bring your sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, I don't think that it's going to be too cold. Last Christmas season during the weekends... It got really cold at the beginning of the season, so, you know, our rides don't open when it's super cold outside. Oh, yeah. So the rides didn't open that first week or so, but this this is completely different. We've been pretty dry at Civil City. We've had minimal lightning closures this year. 
not good for weather and keeping us out of a drought, but it's good if you're going to go out to Silver Dollar City and have some fun, you know? Oh, yeah. So oh, did you make a cool, like, rain? What, what Tell people what you did. It, like Oh, the picture I posted? Yeah, was that a, a time? What'd you call it? A multi frame or something? It's a long exposure. It's long just, exposure, yeah. It's just like a three second exposure of the. Of the rain coming into the sinkhole. It's really cool. And it's on our website, uh, uh, on our Facebook page. It does look pretty cool, though. Those are actual raindrops. It looks like beams of light, but those are actual raindrops coming down here. I mean, you can zoom in and look at them. It's yeah, cool. it, at, first, at first I thought, that's sunlight. And it's like, no, that's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Corey. There's no sun. I'm just so happy that, that Corey does all this visual visual stuff he's got you know the the the, the, the cave uh you do some graphics that are fantastic mm. and uh anyway so good when you, i have the time yeah yeah when exactly so if you're in branson uh christmas chris usually the normal christmas seasons will start now uh this week and the town will be adorned and stopped by silver dollar city and the hughes brothers christmas show got to give them a plug they're awesome and you know, bring your swimsuit and your and your coat because you oh, yeah. never know what's going to happen. Okay. Got anything else? No. Okay, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment our on our posts to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. That does it for this week, so join us next time for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Bye.